The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find where Welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro. And today we're going to continue our conversation about how to teach your CMO SEO. Joining us again today is Tyson Stockton, who is the Vice President of Services at Searchmetrics, which is an SEO and content marketing platform that helps enterprise scale businesses monitor their online presence and make data-driven decisions. And yesterday, Tyson and I talked about some of the KPIs that your CMO needs to think about to evaluate whether an SEO campaign is effective. And today we're going to discuss how you can teach your CMO the basic blocking and tackling of SEO. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, here's the rest of my conversation with Tyson Stockton, Searchmetrics' Vice President of Services. Tyson, welcome back to How to Teach Your CMO SEO on the Voices of Search podcast. One of my favorite subjects. Thank you, Ben. You know, we joked about this offline about how, you know, you have to use small words, talk slowly. You know, those are really the ways that you teach your CMO how to do SEO. And obviously, we're joking. There are lots of CMOs who are very intelligent and have a great understanding of organic growth. But there's also a lot of CMOs who are essentially paid decision makers. They're not channel experts. And SEO is a complicated, nuanced, and constantly developing channel. Let's talk a little bit about some of the ways that you've seen that are effective for SEOs to talk to their CMOs if their CMOs don't really understand organic growth. Yeah. So, I mean, this is definitely like a common piece. And, you know, I think a lot of it can come down to just familiarity time, like what's been reported on in the past. But the first kind of element that I would say is 
do your homework and really try to get your hands on as many reports that are also going to the CMO or any other executive that you're wanting to make sure that you're controlling the narrative around SEO too. And I think this is really important as far as just making sure that SEO is evangelized in the company. But this is something that oftentimes can get overlooked. So starting out, whether it's looking at the paid reports, looking at the direct reports from email campaigns, whatever it is, try to get your hands on many things and then try to understand what consistencies there are. A lot of times there'll be some consistencies across different types of reporting and you want to hone in on things like the language that's used, the typical structure of it. And the reason why you're doing this is you want to create familiarity. There's inherently going to be some body of SEO that the executives or the CMOs are going to know and some that are going to be new to them. So by understanding what the familiar terms are and things like that, you're able to mirror that in your SEO reports. And then that way, the only new elements or most of the new elements that they're getting are the new pieces that you're wanting to teach them. If you're giving them a new layout, a new structure, new terminologies, and then trying to introduce things like new KPIs, all those pieces are new. So being able to tie to some familiar elements, I think is always really helpful in teaching something, not just like to CMOs, it could be anyone really in an organization. But I think that's one thing that I've seen to be very effective in evangelizing SEO. You know, yesterday when we were talking about some of the KPIs and you were talking about ranking and crawling and a couple other, you know, just general SEO terms. And my spidey senses went off thinking, Tyson, you're talking nerd to a CMO, right? Like that's the problem is CMOs generally don't know the language. And so a lot of what happens with driving organic growth, even on some of the terms that are basic blocking and tackling for SEOs, often are not things that are understood by your CMO. And so I think when you're trying to communicate with an executive audience, the first thing you need to do is actually recognize who is in your audience. There's a difference between us having a conversation and throwing around terms like crawl bloat and position zero, you know, any sort of basic SEO term that, you know, the people listening to this podcast probably understand, but your CMOs don't speak that language. And so you need to speak their language and understand their KPIs and translate what you're doing into CMO speak. They are inherently generalists because they have to understand the basics of every channel. Now, understanding that you have to translate SEO into general marketing and executive speak, what are some of the things that you find SEOs need to teach CMOs to actually make them understand the basic blocking and tackling of what's happening? Yeah, and I think maybe just a couple tactics on how to introduce the new items. Because when we went through the KPI funnels and you're saying, hey, crawl efficiency or crawl activity is going to go way over their heads like it's, you know, it's nerd speak. Well, one small little tactic is reverse the order then of your KPIs. So the ones that are more technical or are going to be more foreign are going to be those early stage, early indicators. Flip it around so the first KPIs then that they're seeing are the familiar ones like conversions, traffic, or sessions, and work it down the other way. And then another tactic is also you can choose... like Sometimes there's different things that you can use and you can also pair them next to each other. So say like one of the items that you want to teach your CMO to use is SEO visibility instead of just average rankings. So one tactic that you can use to introduce that 
is have some reports and have SEO visibility next to the average ranking, call out the average ranking, and then have the SEO visibility, more than likely you're going to get questions that's like, okay, I get this, but what is this number maybe that wasn't mentioned or you kind of briefly went over? And so it's like, as they see it a few times and you're tying it to something that's already familiar with, okay, I get keyword ranking, like that makes sense. Okay, that's how it connects SEO visibility. So it's again, you're finding those similarities to it. I think more pointing to your question of what do you need to teach your CMOs? I think the biggest one is that you need these leading indicators as well as the lag indicators. A lot of times the focus of the conversation is just on what is the conversions, what is the traffic. So getting them to understand that SEO is this longer, longer play game. And you need those pieces early on to see if you're going down the right track. I think that's a really important point. And it even goes into the acronym that talks about the methodology of marketing. We're talking about SEO. You're already search engineering. What we're talking about is the optimization practice. And so understanding and making parallels between what is being essentially crawled as, hey, here's the pieces of content that we're creating. Here's what Google is picking up that they can serve to our audience. So if you're making a parallel to a performance marketing campaign, your crawl is your pieces of creative. Your rankings is essentially your impressions. How many times are we showing up and how valuable are those impressions? And then you get into the standard metrics that CMOs are used to looking at, site traffic, conversions, right? Then you could take it to the rest of the business results. I think the other thing that is important for SEOs is you mentioned this, that there are leading indicators and that there are trailing indicators and getting across the timeline it takes and setting expectations for the value of SEO. As you start thinking about the value SEO can have and understanding that it takes a while to get a campaign up and running to actually do the optimizations and it's a constant set of optimizations, not just one tweak that's going to be a seismic landscape shift. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Talk to me about how you work with your CMO to help them understand some of the benefits that SEO can have on your brand and some of the other channels within marketing. 
Yeah, it's a good one. And I think that's one that's also typically something that takes time. So, I mean, one element of it is for a lot of websites, especially the ones that are definitely clearly guided by online performance, SEO is typically going to be like one of the larger channels of bringing users in. If you're talking about like e-commerce sites, you know, community in the like 60 or 50% range of the total revenue and traffic coming in is coming from organic. That I think is obviously an easier case to make because I think it's a little more common to have understanding there. But the, the biggest one I'd say is like showing the magnitude of it. And then also getting into ones where depending on what the attribution type is that the website's using, you can oftentimes show also how SEO plays into other channels as well. So you have your front runner is like just the revenue and benefit to the bottom line that SEO is having. And then another supplemental piece of that is also looking into how many touch points. Like if, again, if we're staying on e-commerce, a lot of times it's going to be like, okay, we had a touch point through a paid ad and maybe a display ad, organically, direct, a few others, and then eventually they made the conversion. So you have this immediate impact and then also you can have this influencing piece as well. Yeah, I think that there's two components to think about. One is from a brand awareness perspective. If you have great SEO and you have lots of visibility, you're serving a lot of ads. And even if they aren't clicked on, you're building the recognition for your brand every time someone searches for something relevant to it. Even if you're not driving a click, people are still reading about the domains, reading essentially what would be a text ad. There is brand value to that. On the flip side, there is also experiences that Google is surfacing more and more that are actually presenting content from your brand without driving a click. Your zero click, your voice search. So there's times when people are actually interacting with your brand where you're not getting the opportunity to drive a direct click so you can't track conversions. As you've worked with lots of enterprise companies, e-commerce, services, all sorts of different businesses, when a company embarks on a significant SEO optimization effort, do you have a sense of what type of lift they're seeing in organic, direct, and brand? How is SEO impacting some of the other channels that CMOs are in control of? How does it explain the unexplainable? There's no denying the kind of bleed over between these different marketing channels. And I think it's hard to attribute like in a specific percentage of like, okay, if you increase this channel, you're going to have this impact to SEO. But I think the notion and the understanding of how these pieces play into each other is absolutely there. And looking into your conversion funnels as far as like how many touch points you had with the customer before they ultimately converted, that's going to give you the best line of sight into that. But it's going to be so drastic. And I've seen so many variations between one organization or one business type and another that I wouldn't say that there's a one size that's typically if you decrease by 10% here, it's going to be 20% over here. But there absolutely is that playoff and that collaboration between the different channels. Yeah, absolutely. And in the same way that when you start a performance marketing campaign and you're building visibility, if you were going to do a display campaign, you're going to see a lift in organic and direct conversions. The same goes the other way. When you start getting more visibility within SEO, it's going to improve your brand awareness, which is going to improve your performance marketing efforts as well. Tyson, at the end of the day, CMOs are not channel experts. We need to educate them. 
we need to talk in their language. We need to teach them about the expectations for SEO and how it can have an impact on some of the other channels. Are there any other bits of advice you have for the SEO community for how they should work with their CMO? Yeah, I think one other seems like a very simple one, but I think sometimes it's overlooked or there's reservation to it is consistency. I've seen sometimes SEOs will be hesitant of broadcasting out reports in the organization because if things go down, they don't want to have the line of sight on it. And I think that is, you know, some cases a concern. But having that consistency of reporting is what ultimately helps build the awareness and the understanding. So then you can evolve those KPIs over time. And I think whatever you start with of, okay, these are my KPIs that I'm going to be using to communicate the organization. They don't necessarily have to be stagnant. Like You could start with a ranking KPI and evolve to an SEO visibility KPI over a couple months. But it's more of that consistency of getting these numbers, making sure that they're aware of how much SEO is contributing to the business bottom line. So it's that consistency of making the connection of this is how SEO is impacting X part of our business's bottom line. And that, regardless of being tied to initiative, you're always going to get the questions of, hey, orders are down, what's going on? I would rather be in the position of, I've been communicating these KPIs, so there's familiarity already. And then when something either drastically increases and we can take credit for it or drastically decreases, I don't want to have to be building that education or that foundation knowledge up and then just be reporting on fire drills. I want to have some consistency in the organization and awareness already built. I think everybody needs to write these words down. Performance marketing is like eating candy. Organic growth is like eating your broccoli. Over time, it will make you big and strong, but it doesn't provide the same burst of energy that you're going to get if you just eat straight sugar. That, to me, is the biggest message you need to get across to your CMOs. We're building a house. We're not buying the groceries. It's not immediate satisfaction. It's something that takes a lot of work over time to continually build up, and it'll get more and more useful the more we put into it. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Tyson Stockton, Searchmetrics' Vice President of Services. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Tyson, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Tyson underscore Stockton, or you can visit his company's website, which is searchmetrics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. But that's not the case anymore, thanks to Ahrefs, because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes that I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, 
Head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, or you can even apply to be a guest on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our show's handle is Voices of Search, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed soon. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.